Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. William Henry with us again. We'll take calls with William next hour. William, your thoughts on end times. I you know, keep hearing so many stories that, uh, you know, the, the battle between good and evil continues. Where's your stand on that? Well, I'm certainly of the opinion that we are in a, a form of the end times. We're, we're in a, an echo or a reflection of it, most certainly. And I, I believe that because one of the key aspects of the end time scenario in, in, in Christianity is this idea of the ascension of the species, of a, of a transformation of our bodies into light, so that then we match the, the resurrected Jesus in a, in a new perfect world that begins to emerge in the aftermath of that. And this is exactly, ultimately, what, what Silicon Valley and, and our artificial intelligence groups have in mind, is the perfection of our body, of, a, of the leaving behind or or transformation of our physical bodies into digital bodies mm-hmm. that inhabit a simulated reality made of ones and zeros, effectively made of light. And so what we're trying to do is to to ultimately take control of, of human destiny and human evolution and create a an entirely new civilization in the digital realm, a new universe, in effect. With what's happening, does it match end times in the Bible? Well, it does because obviously, you know, the, the one that so many of us talk about is is the mark of the beast that is one of the key end yeah. time prophecies that you won't be able to buy, sell, or trade unless you've got the mark of the beast, and that is certainly coming online now with the advent of of technology and, and chip technology that's that's now becoming more and more uh, more accepted. Unfortunately, they said because of uh, cell phones that younger children are beginning to develop horns on their heads. They came out yesterday that a, that they they seriously are beginning to see little horns growing on kids, and they think it's because of the way they're talking on their cell phones all the time. The bones are beginning to change. Isn't that a, that's bizarre? It is bizarre, and we are clearly merging with with technology. And and people like Elon Musk, in fact, believe that we have to merge with artificial intelligence in order to survive. But people don't realize the that this is a, a ring pass knot, that once we, we fully embrace this technology, Homo sapien will, will be gone forever. I mean, I, I tell people that we are in the same relative position as Neanderthal was at the end of the last ice age, when the Neanderthal man was well-suited to, to life in Germany when there was very cold weather. They had short, stocky bodies, a short nose, and were very good at surviving in those conditions. But as the Ice Age ended and things began and, and climate change started to take effect back then, they weren't well suited to that, that, that change. They couldn't adapt, but Homo sapien could. And we're now in a position here where we are experiencing climate change, where we are experiencing a, a change in the human body, an assault on the body via technology. And Homo sapien, unless it begins to adapt to this new environment, will simply not survive. And, and Homo sapiens will cease to exist within a couple of generations because a new version of humanity is already on the stage, and that is a, a version of, of human being that is merged with the machine. And we call those transhumans, or H plus, or H two point humanity two point Will they have emotion? Well, this is something that's very concerning because. As this technology be- continues to rise and, and dramatically rise, 
it, it seems that our suffering is also skyrocketing too. I mean, despite numerous technological advances, you would think that we would be directing our, our culture towards a greater degree of prosperity and happiness. That's not what's happening. People are becoming more and more controlled by governments and by corporations, and they're losing their sense of freedom, their individuality. These corporations and governments are trying to define how all of us think, how we live our lives. And that means that we're turning ourselves effectively into robots. And in fact, they're, they're clearing the way now for, for a robotic invasion of our, of our civilization, where within the next four to five years, we'll literally see billions of robots begin to emerge on the planet. And humans are becoming more like machines rather than the machines becoming more like humans. Matt Gerard had a picture on his website today of what the future of a human being will look like through uh, this evolution process, and it's a hideous-looking creature. Yeah, it really is, and this is, you know, from our perspective, it is definitely hideous-looking. I saw that, George, with the hunchback yeah, yeah. double eyelids, and, you know, I agree with you that, that, that from our perception, it that 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 seems to be a de-evolution, and that is very concerning. And this is something we're all going to have to start getting more and more used to: is that humans are not going to look like what we typically think a human being looking like, with the aug- augmentation of the human body and our ability now to to change our form coming online. We're going to see all kinds of new versions of humanity. And I always defer to what Pope Francis says about this: is that we we can't put limits on God's creativity, that it, maybe this is how we are to evolve. And I, I hold a, out of a scale of one to one to ten, I think that that's, a, you know, I put that at less than a one, really. I mean, I'm just kind of hedging my bet that thinking, I, personally, I don't think this is how we're meant to evolve. I don't think that we're meant to become machines and lose our individuality, lose our, our, our emotional component, lose contact with our soul. I mean, what's the point of an existence like that? I don't think God intended us to be that way, but I also hold open to the possibility that perhaps this is a phase that we're entering into because this will lead to ultimately us re- reclaiming our true sense of humanity. What do you mean by convergence of three currents, William? Well, there are three major currents that are uh, uh, developing in our world right now that I'm keeping an eye on. One is the the singularity, which is what what is presently unfolding in in artificial intelligence and in technology centers where we're racing towards creating machines that are smarter than we are, maybe by a little bit, maybe by a lot, and creating a a superhumanly intelligent being and a global brain that we're all going to be wired up to. The, The second current is what I call the skingularity, which is what we were just talking about, which is the merging of our flesh with artificial intelligence technology, of, of, of augmenting our brains with nanotechnology and, and other technologies that give us super intelligence by, once again, linking us to the cloud or this global brain. And then the third current is coming from Christian prophecy of, of the idea of ascension or the rapture when some of us will choose to leave the planet, either through a, a, a spiritual ascension or by an ascension into simulated realities. And this is what many uh, par- parents mm. talk to me about these days, that their kids are, are playing these simulated reality games in their schools and in classrooms, and they're being encouraged to create online avatars or digital versions of themselves and are being encouraged to think that maybe 
life in a simulated reality is going to be better than life in this physical reality that we're presently inhabiting. That's a reflection of the, the Christian idea of ascension or rapture. And is that a possibility of why so many young children seem to be just in another world? Yes, exactly, because they are being uh, taught that they are literally creators of this other world and that they can soon make a choice to literally step into and live in this artificial world. Now, if civilization collapses, as some scientists believe, up to 30 years, maybe even sooner, Mm -hmm. um, that picture we saw in Drudge, how realistic do you think that could be? Well, I think we could be, again, facing the situation that like Neanderthal faced, where there's this sudden dramatic climate change, and you see one version of, of, of humanity simply disappear en masse suddenly and, and apparently or feeling like it spontaneously, and a new version emerged that is better adapted to life in this environment. An example of this is, is this, uh, the introduction now of 5G, the super-fast uh, connection that, that we're Some say starting. that's dangerous. I had a guest uh, right before you came on who thinks it's going to be very dangerous to us. Well, exactly. You have governments, you have medical people with peer-reviewed articles saying 5G is lethal to the human body. It's lethal to all living things. But yet you have the similar governments or other governments and corporations who are racing as fast as they can to introduce 5G so they can roll out all of these brain-computer interfaces and this advanced technology, autonomous cars, and all this sort of thing. And the way I look at it is that while 5G is lethal to the human being, it's, quote-unquote, the air for the next human being. Mm -hmm. And that's the plan. Interesting. Interesting. And so here we have this situation where we're, we're advocating what we're going to... to we, we, we're facing a climate change crisis. This is what we're told, and I, I believe a lot of that's true, or certainly some of it is true. What is the answer to the climate change crisis? Oh, what we have to do is build smart cities that are better able to use our resources. Well, what is a smart city? Oh, a smart city is a city that's driven by 5G, that has total surveillance technology, where everything is, is interactive, where uh, every street light, every every piece of technology is is reporting back to to some corporation, and we're all being monitored so that we, we don't use more resources than we need to. Well, the problem with that is that 5G is lethal to all living things on this planet. And even Elon Musk is now planning on launching 20,000 satellites to totally irradiate every single point on this planet. And so and on the one sense, they're saying AI, 5G is the answer to climate change, but the answer that they're proposing is lethal to every living thing on the planet. It doesn't make sense unless there is some kind of plan from maybe some elite organization or group to eliminate masses of people and introduce a new version of humanity, a transhuman that's capable of living in this poisoned environment. William, do you think artificial intelligence is going too far? I think we're on the verge of it going too far. We, we no longer talk about ethics of AI and, and how we can slow this down and utilizing it or begin utilizing it. There's no, there's no leadership coming from the spiritual side, from your, your major religious organizations. It's the corporations that are now running the show, and they're, they've got their foot on the gas trying to go as fast as they can to accelerate the implementation of AI. 
rather than to slow down and say, wait a minute, mm. maybe we're going to we're in a runaway situation here, which we are. I mean, some of it's good. I happen to like the smart traffic lights, which if you're there at night and you're the only one there, the traffic light is smart enough to say, let this guy go. And they change the lights, uh, you right. know, automatically. I think that's pretty good. Well, there are wonderful benefits to AI. There's no question about that. And I'm certainly not one to say, hey, we need to just eliminate it altogether. But the problem is, is when it gets into overdriven control, where uh, we, we have corporations especially that are telling us what to think, when to think it, and that if you are not towing the line, the corporate line, uh, you're, we're in a 1984 George Orwell scenario already. I mean, we have far surpassed anything that Orwell predicted would happen in our time in terms of the rise of totalitarian states using this technology to control and manipulate it, or to control and manipulate. And it's not just governments, it's actually corporations like Facebook and Google that are, in fact, more powerful than governments. They operate completely without any kind of regulation. There's no oversight, and they're they're far more uh dangerous than any government on the planet right now. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.